Hey guys, I hope you're all doing well. Something that has always intrigued me is the I am statements that Jesus made during his earthly ministry. Remember in the Old Testament, God revealed himself to his people as the great I am, meaning that he is eternally existent and there is no beginning or end to God. Later in the life of Jesus, he claims to be God by making seven I am statements as well, which the Jews definitely would have understood to mean that Jesus is claiming to be God. And one of the I am statements that Jesus first makes is found in John chapter 6. To give you some context, Jesus had just performed a spectacular miracle where he had multiplied five loaves and two fish to feed over 5,000 people who had come to hear his teaching. And in this miracle, he satisfies their physical hunger and then he sends them away. But in the next day, he, they come back and they find Jesus because they want to know more. And this is where Jesus makes his first I am statement. He says, I am the bread of life. Bread was back then and still is today one of the most basic food groups that there is. Everybody has access to bread. Even the starving guys on the side of the road are looking for bread. But why? The reason is because bread can satisfy our hunger in a way that few other things do. It is readily available, it is affordable, and it can satisfy our hunger really efficiently. When Jesus was speaking to a group of people, he realized that they do have a hunger in life, but they have no idea how to satisfy their hunger or what it is in life that they are longing for. Like most people, this crowd wanted immediate relief from some of the troubles that they faced, such as being occupied by the Romans. And so Jesus makes the statement that he is the bread of life, implying firstly that all people everywhere are hungry for something they may not even know what it is. And they are trying to fill their appetites with loads of other things in life, but only Jesus will totally and perfectly satisfy them. In the words of Augustine, our hearts are restless until they find their rest in thee. This crowd doesn't like the fact that they need to rely on somebody else to satisfy them. They want to know what they need to do to fix all of life's problems and to feel satisfied. How they would fill this hunger inside of them. And here Jesus simply points out, I am the bread of life. Come to me and be filled and satisfied. Others in the crowd are utterly convinced that it's the Romans that are making them feel empty and defeated every day. And so when Jesus tells this crowd that he's the answer to this emptiness, namely that he is the bread of life, they try to forcibly make Jesus king because they want Jesus to set them free from the Romans. Others in the crowd demand to see a sign from Jesus as he's making these claims to be the bread of life. But it's quite ridiculous because earlier in the same chapter, they had seen Jesus feed over 5,000 people with just two fish and five barley loaves, and that crowd went away full. These people make the argument that God used Moses by letting manna fall from heaven to fill them in the desert while they were still there. And now they want to see Jesus also make bread or manna fall from the sky and fill their stomachs. But Jesus tells the crowd that he is the bread of life and that yes, just like the manna, he did come down from heaven. In John chapter 1 verse 14, it says, And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. But Jesus knows that the man in the wilderness didn't fully sustain God's people because straight after they had manna, they asked for meat. Instead, Jesus said, I am the bread of life. So for as long as you are alive, you will need to come to Jesus to be fed, to learn about him in scripture and to pray to him. And throughout life, Jesus will completely satisfy you and this hunger that longs to be filled in each one of us. As much as this crowd in the New Testament was comparing Jesus to manna from the Old Testament, he was simply better in every way possible. So manna met a physical need temporarily, 
but Jesus meets a spiritual need eternally. Manna only sustained physical life, but Jesus imparts eternal spiritual life. Manna was only for the nation of Israel, but Jesus is for the entire world. Manna only lasted for 38 years for the Israelites in the desert, but Jesus will last from Adam until the end of time. Manna came at no cost to the Lord, but Jesus came at great cost. He literally had to die for us and in our place. Manna only delayed physical death, but Jesus conquered spiritual death. And manna was a gift sent by God to his people. But Jesus is the giver of all gifts. And he came to us himself as the greatest gift that mankind could ever receive. As you can see, Jesus Christ really is the bread of life that we cannot do without. And for us to be fully satisfied, we need to run into his open arms and trust in him for our salvation, but also for our satisfaction. 